Hi, I'm Chris from Gears and Queers. And I'm Chris from Sparkplug TV. And this, this is Fun Girly Car Time. Okay, well, we're live. I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris. That's so funny. That is so funny. I What's, love that. Yeah, we have different last names, so. At least that. Yes, yeah. thankfully. Um, and this is our first attempt at our ever first podcast. Yes, so, And the goal of this podcast is to talk about cars, talk about racing, talk about girly things and how that kind of yeah intersects. Yeah. Intersectionality. We love those things. That's a, certainly a word. That is a word yeah. that uh, somebody came up with at some point. And not us. Not, definitely not us. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we just want to bring, and it is Pride Month. Happy Pride. Oh my God. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Yes. <laughs> we don't deserve rights. No. Um, and yeah, we're just a couple of queers that um, are in this space and we want to kind of give people like us more of a voice and, yeah. uh, you know, let people know that we're out here and we're not going anywhere. No, the, we are absolutely not. We are far too annoying for that. Yeah. So maybe maybe we could start with like how we got into this and like yeah. why why we are the way that we are. Maybe yeah. not too like uh, cerebral, but like yeah. in terms of like cars and a few sentences. Yeah, just like a few sentences. Yeah. Well, I'll go first. I'm Chris Landry of Gears and Queers, and I kind of just like fell into this. Um, a friend and I decided that we. We were the only people we had ever met that were card gays, and we had not met any other people that were card gays. So we were just like, what the hell? We deserve to be more visible. We want to find community here. And we made Gears and Queers, we made an Instagram, and rapidly discovered that there were more card gays. I mean, like we met via like Instagram, right? Yeah. And so once you just start doing that, you realize that there are other people out there doing it as well. And look, we're at this event right now by Out Motorsports, a mountain mama road rally which i'd never been to a road rally I but i haven't either that's how we met for the first time in person in person and now here we are with a giant phallic microphone in between the two of us she's so phallic she's very phallic yeah. was that it for yours yeah that can okay. be it okay great yeah. <laughs> yeah so my name is chris kluver if you don't know me i'm from Sparkplug tv um i started my channel two years ago and now i am here doing this and it's also my first road rally ever as well and i was driving a lexus es 300 hf sport handling very long name for a car um but i've always been into cars my whole life i mean like motor trend and uh crutchfield as i was telling you yesterday mm. were like my bible growing yeah. up and so i yeah i don't know i just like i've always wanted to be on tv i've always wanted to be like a personality mm. of sorts and i don't know i guess youtube was kind of my avenue because i don't want to move to hollywood and yeah. i don't want to get an agent and i just kind of i mean if justin bieber could do it and fucking billy eyelash yeah. could do it then william eyelash william eyelash yeah. could do it then i can do it too Duh. so um, and that's what i'm doing and i yeah i've been very lucky thus far i mean like i with between the connections that i've made and the networking and and the fact that i'm starting to get cars from the manufacturers yeah. and i mean and i've only technically been doing this for uh, like at two like right at two years this july so oh my god anniversary yeah wow yeah anyways so that's that's about oh and my dad was my dad's like a mechanical engineer and so i like grew up around that and then like 
you know, even though I like couldn't care less growing up and that's why you're a bit more of the mechanically inclined one because you're psychotic and I am just more into like the tech and like the feature and like the the features of cars and like where they're headed and like yeah. the future and you're kind of the past. Well, that's so, <laughs> that's so funny that you mentioned that though because I was surprised to hear that your dad and like your family is very like car oriented, right? Whereas mine is so not. Like my parents are verily, verily vaguely aware of cars mm. they take care of their cars mm-hmm. but they just take them to like to the dealer and get service they're like yeah, yeah do that it sounds like it's important mm. whereas i just came out of nowhere with that and am the one that they ask questions to so it's like kind of like a flip-flop right but i feel like the common denominator here is we're both like car and driving enthusiasts yeah i mean that's why we're here at this driving event totally yeah no i mean like i my adrenaline up my caffeine up, up. my serotonin up, up down down no (laughs) our ssris taken taken (laughs) i mean i've definitely driven dynamically in my life Mm. obviously like as the girls do as the girls do and like when i the first time i ever like went really fast was Mm. in my dad's c4 corvette it was like a seafoam green hot mermaid looking ass like you know with the pop-up headlights and i topped out at like 175 miles an hour on the highway in a c4 in a c4 i don't know how that happened but it did and then you know i can't really drive i I drive dynamically i have a so i have a chevy colorado at 22 and then a 1998 bmw z3 roadster And it's got the four banger in it. It's not like, it's not the M Z three, so mm-hmm. it's got you know it doesn't have the inline six, but mm-hmm. it uh, it buggies. I mean, it's definitely a, you know I mean if I if I shift, it's also on automatic, and mm-hmm. like if I do the manual shift mm-hmm. mode, then like I can rev it pretty steadily. And Love that. Um, Should you four speed, five speed, auto. Four speed, really? which is really weird for like a ninety eight. But they weigh like nothing, right? So. Yeah, they're like twenty five, three thousand pounds, maybe twenty five hundred. Wow. So um, the power to rate, ra- the power to weight ratio is like pretty decent, but um, but yeah, I mean like today, even though I had that like grandmother ass like you know Lexus, uh-huh. like it it actually kind of like it it slayed cunt. It slayed cunt boots wig mama tee. <laughs> all, yes. all of the stereotypes. Yes. yes. Um, but we were on public roads today. We were on public yes. roads. Did you happen to did was there an old gentleman that was waving at you to slow down? Is that what that was? Because I saw a very angry old man, I'm assuming, because, well, we had three th- three different drive groups. You were in B, I was in C, mm-hmm. and there was one before you. Bottom, cunt. Uh, duh. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm assuming that he had already angrily waved at you, but, like, he was just yes. standing there angrily mm-hmm. when we passed by, and mm-hmm. was probably bamboozled by me and my 2006 Honda Accord. <laughs> Which is so funny that you had a pedestrian as 2006 Honda Accord. That is so funny. And she served cunt okay yeah she did great i actually didn't even before we started this i didn't even talk to you about that how did she i mean she did fabulously so like my group because you just changed the transmission fluid on that transmission fluid engine oil spark plugs like basic level servicing because that car hasn't been driven much in the last couple years but also i drove it eight hours to be here and then we were driving like yeah on public roads but we were driving spiritedly very spiritedly and i was in front of a what is it f type yeah f type and they were being a bit reserved. Oh, really? And I'm like, well, okay. if I can do it, you can do it. So, like, <laughs> what's your excuse? Right. But at the same time, we were, like, in the relaxed group. So, like, 
It wasn't that crazy. I didn't but. even know. I'm so glad that I wasn't in the relaxed group because I didn't even find out about that until after the fact. So, like, uh, when did you find out that you were in the relaxed group? When you signed up, you could pick, like, Where was I to sign up for that? No, I, you, you were somewhere. Oh, you know what? I did sign up for You know what? I do. I have the memory of a goldfish, and I do remember. You just picked it in the middle because I picked like spir- Goldilocks. No, I picked Spirited because I is my first one, and I, I do think I'm a good driver. Mm. I know that everyone and their mother thinks they're a good right. driver, Everybody but thinks like, I actually am a good driver. And so, is like, that true? It is true. Mm-hmm. I've never been in an accident. Uh, does that the great denominator of good driving? I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been in several. none were my fault Uh uh-huh sure also would you like to tell the listeners about uh, the one listener that we may have our moms hi listener hi mom don't listen to the c word yeah don't listen my mom hates that word actually (laughs) what's your mom's name susan susan i'm sorry yeah personally Um. deeply (laughs) well so yeah tell the listeners about the fact that you your your addiction my addiction which we're not playing down we're not downplaying addictions but my so for some reason I have three Honda Accords. Um, the latest one used to be my grandmother's. It's a 2006 EXL with the four cylinder. The latest. Twenty four. Latest. The latest. Um, I also have a '99 Accord Coupe, a 2.3 liter four cylinder five speed manual. She has 280,000 miles. Actually, 280,001 is where it sits right now. Okay. Um, and I also have a 1990 Accord Sedan EX 5-speed, a CB7 generation, the fourth generation. Wow. Which is widely appreciated as a car, apparently, because it is the, of all of the cars I've owned, it gets the most attention, which I've owned an 88 Mercedes 300 CE, which is really rare. That's like the coupe, right? The 124 chassis coupe. Okay. I've had an E320, a 124 chassis sedan, which is more pedestrian. I've also had a Porsche 944. Nothing gets as much attention as that damn 1990 Honda Accord. Like, I went to get gas in it after getting the air conditioning fixed recently, and some old man is in my face asking about my Accord. And I'm like, this is great, and I love this, but why? Everybody has a story about one of those cars. Everybody. And even I do. And I don't even, like, my family doesn't even, like, I've got, like, one person in my family that had a Honda. And But it's, like, whether you, your aunt, your mom, your mom's aunt, like, somebody has had a Honda Accord, especially, like, that, that generation. So I don't really know why they keep finding their way to me. But I think it's really fun to do things in a car that nobody expects to do things, to do those things. So, like, I've had... The, the coupe has been to a rally cross, out motorsports rally cross, um, and also an out motorsports track cross. Yeah. Our girly pop Jake, hi girly, you better be listening. If not, it's a hate crime. She's been on a dirt track. She's been on a proper, actual, like asphalt racetrack. Today, different accord, was tearing it up with the likes of that F type. What else? There was a Saab 93 Aero wagon, which I've. A Quadrifoglio. Ugh. Yeah, Julia. I saw the portfolio, yeah. So, like... Jake was driving that, right? That was... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that... A different Jake. Yeah. And it's just, like... Speaking of, that old man on the side of the road was probably bamboozled when he saw, like, sports cars whipping on past, and then just me and a literal grandma car. Well, I'm so... I'm just... Like, well, we had a Camry in our group. We had a Camry hybrid, which... Really? Unbeknownst to me, didn't realize that the ES was off of the um, Avalon uh, chassis. Is it, same, is it the same engine as the ES? Hybrid? Camry hybrid? Probably, I I, do, I don't think it's got a V6 in it. It's, it has to have it's got to be a four-cylinder. Yeah, of yeah. course it is. It's a hybrid. Nobody's I mean. done that V6 hybrid since Honda in the seventh generation Accord. Mm-hmm. Oh. But like people were like, why does it get 
four cylinder MPG with its V6, and they're like, they were ahead of the curve with sport hybrids, girl. Let me tell you. But I digress. Continue. Okay, can we talk? Can we talk about the sport though? The sport moniker for the Hondas because it confused the shit out of me. Like, why call it the sport if there's no manual option and there's no beefier powertrain? That. Like what? We're if, gonna, what am I getting? What am we're I gonna get on this topic here for a minute because sport is like traditionally been like low trim. Yeah, why is that? I don't get it. You would think that like, but then you have cars like the Mazda three manual transmission that only you can only get the manual transmission in the hatchback and the top trim. Yeah. So it's like, is it sport base or is it sport everything? I don't know. Honda does it like base. It's, it's like an Accord Sport was like pretty much an LX with like an appearance package, right? Because you can't even get like, because yeah, because all the other automakers like Hyundai, they do the N line mm-hmm. and then like, um, or Kia does a GT line. And, yeah. um, but like Honda, like you can't even get like in the sport package, like you can't even get like the premium sound system in it. You can't get and like if any, I, of the, any of the like safety features. Like I want that. Yeah. If I want a car... This a modern car, which you don't. Which I don't. I mean, I do, <laughs> but, but I don't. I don't but I do. pay for one. <laughs> Anybody that's willing to uh, supplement my income with their own. But you could trade in those three Hondas for like a brand new Honda. You know, I probably could, but I like. I'm looking directly at her. I like my Hondas. I like my Accords. There's an R8 parking next to it. You see, my Accord is a sports car. The company she keeps, honey, it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> and that Accord, she knows people, honey. Honey, that's why I'm here. Yeah. But yeah, we had we had a brand new M2. Um, we had a... Uh, in your drive group. Yes, yes, in my drive group. We had an M2. Mm-hmm. We had a, that R8 that just pulled in. Right. Um, we had that Miata that just pulled in too. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And then we had the... Um, the Oh, my God. What is that Toyota? The MK... The MKS? The MK... A Toyota? The fucking, that, the Squirtle one with the Lotus Elise engine in it? MR2. MR2. But it has an MRS badge on it, because isn't that like the JDM name? It wasn't it's, MR2. It's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a Japanese name for the MRS. That's yeah. what they call it in Japan. But like here, it's the MR2. Yes. And then... Um, the Mr. 2. The Mr. 2. But he calls it MRS, cause, and then he named it Squirtle. Yes, he did, which <laughs> I am obsessed with. But also, well, it's because of the Long Beach metallic color, right? Yeah. That MR2, MRS, whatever you want to call her is painted the same color as the M2 competition that's here. And if you're watching, I'll put it up on the video. And it's very close to my nail color. It is very close. We have to a picture of that, which we yeah. will also insert. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. And then, or I'll just zoom in on it. There you go. Yeah. Duh. What else did we have? We had a, yeah, we had that, that Miata. We had um, my car. And then, uh, what? oh, we had a Boxster as a sweeper. And your lead car was and an the, IS. The lead the car IS. was the IS350, the brand new one, mm-hmm. um, which that... That I don't know if that has like, um, oh my god, what is it called? The um, the active sound design. I don't know if it has active sound design in it. Oh, you mean like the fake engine sound? Yeah, where they like pump it in through Ooh. the speakers. I don't know, but it sounded throaty. Oh, honey, honey, honey. It sounded throaty, but it um, it's not. It, look, I've driven the the turbo mm-hmm. four cylinder mm-hmm. on the IS the mm-hmm. three hundred, and that was really bunk and oh. so like the I dr- I did drive he let me drive the um, the six cylinder today mm-hmm. and that was a lot better good um, it still probably was lacking in the acceleration but mm-hmm. it was like I mean it sounded torquey yeah. and it and it was a little bit torquier but um, it was it was serving cunt yeah and they still make the 500 right so yes you can and, get a little bit more yeah and did you know that they elongate you know they elongate the, the nose to fit the V8 in that's it that's what they did in the C55 AMG yeah the W203 
C-Class, mm -hmm. they had to elongate the nose so they could fit the V8 in it. Mm -hmm. Look at that. She's yeah. a proper sports car. She is. Love that. She is. Um, did you know that my dad actually, I don't know if I told you this, but my dad worked on the locking differential system for the AMG G-Wagons. Wow. Yeah. So he's got a patent on that. A so patent. my father, the inventor of the toaster strudel. The inventor of the locking differential on the G-Class. Yeah. Yeah. Would never stand for this. Never stand for this. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, if, if you really want to get into, like, um, not the, I don't, I was going to say nepotism, but like, <laughs> just like how I'm like involved. Your dad in was this. like, here, I'm going to invent things, make it on your own. Well, you know what's so fucking ironic is that like, I was so disinterested as a kid growing up, like in anything that he was doing in the garage. <laughs> I literally was like, I was like, I'm going to go upstairs and play video games and like, I'm not going to fucking, you know, pay attention to yeah. what you're doing. And, um, lo and behold, here I am. Like being a, like a car influencer, yeah. talking about cars, like trying to educate people on cars. And I mean, like, I don't always get everything right, but like, at least I have like the, you know, enthusiasm and the yeah. passion and the, you know, I mean, like I had, um, I had a Hummer H2 poster on my wall growing up. And then, um, I had my first ever model car that I ever made was a, a original 67 Mustang. Really? Carolina blue. Ooh. Uh, painted it myself and did all the like the it was a model of oh yeah, yeah like, like the little assembly ones yeah yeah and it was it was it was so cute and then and then I bought a Ferrari Modena 360 uh, one of the ones that came on the placard things you know what I'm talking about like the the, the, the models yeah, yeah like a Maisto or whatever the yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, oh my god, and then when the PT Cruiser was coming out, they also came out with a... I had like three scale model PT Cruisers because that I was fascinated by they that car. They are so fucking weird. I was like seven years old when those came out, and I was obsessed with them. Did yeah. you know that they, people were like on waiting lists to buy those when they came out? They were not. Yes, they were. What? Literally, people were on waiting lists to buy PT Cruisers because they were like the new hot thing. And now imagine, imagine that. Like, you know the type of shit that happens right now? Like, people are on waiting lists for Broncos, Mavericks, like, all these, like, the GR Corolla. That was the PT Cruiser. <laughs> it's so... Isn't that disgusting? That's vile. Although I would still drive a turbo PT Cruiser convertible, just, like, as a bit. What's your bit car? What would you drive as a bit? What is my bit car? My bit car... Oh, my God. Um... Like, just, like, in the campiest thing. Like, just, like, something that you feel like is not you at all, but, like, you would still start cutting it. A Prius. You do not... You do not like the Prius? I would say, I would say like the... Talking about new Prius or old Prius? Old Prius. Like I'm talking like... the like, one that looks like a bionic freak alien? Yeah, like a 2012 yeah. Prius. Like that has like the, the... The one that had like the, the, the holographic kind of like... Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like So like when you would, when you would fuck with the, the steering wheel... When you would fuck with the steering wheel uh, controls, mm -hmm. it would, it would pop up in front of the already existing menu. It would pop up like this hologram kind of thing from like the 2012s and on and it was and i'm probably getting that that uh year wrong. Heads up display. it wasn't a heads up display it was like on the it was on the info it was above the infotainment uh -huh. screen and then it was like but it was also part of the gauge cluster and so it was and i think i know what you're talking about i think i know what you're talking about yeah and so i that would be my bit car because my parents not my parents but my whole family are very like anti-toyota as i've told you before are they anti-hybrid no, I don't think they're anti- Just Toyota. No, you know what's so funny? My dad actually recently, because he travels a lot for work, and he recently uh, rented a Pacifica hybrid. Like a Slay. The, and, and he fell in love. He was obsessed with it. Really? And like, I was like... The hybrid part or the van part or both? 
The hybrid part. Okay. And so because he... Like PHEV. Like plug in. No. Uh, I don't think it was a PH... PHEV. I think... Aren't the hybrids plugins? Or there's Some like, of them two? are, but there's... I think there's two. Oh. I think. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll fact check that. We're not. Yeah. yeah. We're not. Yeah. I'm not. Nobody is. Not, this is the first episode. Yeah. I can deal. Um, they, um, yeah, he was obsessed with it. I was very surprised to hear that from like, him. Because, like, they get, like, a lot, like, they get, like, really good MPG. Amazing MPG. Um. And they have, like, 300 horsepower. Uh-huh. Modern minivans, briefly to interrupt other Chris, are fantastic. Oh, so much space, oh. so much power, so much MPG. I'm other Chris? You're other Chris. Wow. That's what I'm speaking. <laughs> and I'm other Chris when you're speaking. That's how that works. Um, but... My my dad is like naturally aspirated, eight cylinders, like all day. No long. replacement for displacement. Like no replacement for displacement. But what does your dad drive? Punches a hole in the ozone. So he has a Ram fifteen hundred. So he has a Ram fifteen hundred with a Hemi, and it's got a uh, aftermarket uh, air intake, Ooh, and it's got like good. yeah, it does, and it's got a, it's got a, a aftermarket muffler on it, and it's Ooh. not like it's not like clapped out like it it's like a sleeper clapped out kind she of work truck she's not a work truck she's probably like the mid-level um because she does have like a decent radio and stuff mm. but and, but it's got cloth seats but he upgraded from an 04 and i mean he could easily afford like a brand new one mm. but he just refuses like he life. doesn't want all that tech he, did, he yep. literally wants a speedometer and and uh and something to shift like but you're but here's the thing like i'm asking you this question even though i know it because like your dad also has a 997.2 yes so like there's like the yeehaw america truck moment but there's also this like german you know rear engine sports car moment happening so what's what's explain that so so my parents grew uh my parents uh were in germany in the 80s slay and oh, so i've seen the pictures your mom was serving cunt. sorry yes. Susan. um and she was she was serving they were Absolutely. both serving i they one of my favorite pictures of them is like them in europe somewhere like just serving serving um and they so they lived in Germany, and so obviously they had access to the Autobahn. They lived in Berlin, mm-hmm. and um, that my dad had an Audi A4, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. like the old, like the '89, like '88 or something. That's what my grandfather has with the Quattro. It was an Audi oh God, it was incredible wow. looking. Um, from what I remember, you know, Google and you stuff. You didn't exist when that happened, right? No, yeah, no. Um, and but and actually, funny enough, he actually when he was on the Autobahn one time, wind cra- got <gasps> up underneath the undercarriage and almost threw him off the bridge. Yeah. Like he and he said he like lost control of the wheel and like almost flew Ooh, off the, the bridge. The wheels were up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And um, so I think that's kind of. I mean, he grew up driving like Pintos and. Wait like, a minute! Your parents were in Germany in the eighties, the late eighties. Yeah. My parents were in Germany in the early nineties. Interesting. After um, the wall. After the wall fell. I think they were there when that happened. Because my mom has driven the 89 Accord I grew up in on the Autobahn. Interesting. Yeah, because we were talking about this the other day about how, like, we both, our, both of our parents have, like, pieces of the Berlin Wall in our house. Yes. Yeah. But your, your parents are not military. No, my, my parent, was. my parent, my dad's just an, my dad's an engineer that was doing, on, like, an on-job thing in Germany. Work. Anyway. Then they came back to the States, and then they kind of went through a Cadillac phase. So my mom had... Um, my mom had a Seville and my dad had a Deville and it was, and it was like at the golden age of like the early nineties. And I was a lot, I was around for that. How do you and go I from re- Audi Quattro <laughs> to Deville and Seville? <laughs> I know. And then, and then, so after, but after that he did kind of 
he he was like, well, I miss having something like dynamic, and he actually ended up buying a GTI. Work. Uh, and I'll never forget that because I that thing was that was kind of the moment that I was what like, oh god, I don't remember. What it was, generation do you know? Uh, I really don't remember. It was in nineties. I don't. He also had a T-Bird. I mean, my dad has had, we, uh, my dad. getting range. He has a lot of range. I mean, like, in, on his 60th birthday, we found out that the man has owned 42 cars total. That's quite a few. Yeah. I'm at, like, 11, and I'm 29. Mm. So I'm halfway, not even, I'm at, like, I'm not even a quarter way there, and I'm half his age. I'm at, like, six. So. But, um, but, so he's owned a fuck ton of cars, and... But I don't know. I mean, like, and then, you know, he had that Corvette when I was in high school, and then he uh, sold that for a Porsche Cayman. Mm. So he just, I mean, you know, that's when he started to get more comfortable and, like, you know, monetarily, Mm. and so he was able to, like, kind of, you know, kind of do more. And I think, I think the Porsche, especially the used ones, Mm. they're so, it's it's so much more accessible than, like, a Ferrari or, like, a Lamborghini or something like that, and and, and it's a lot more pedestrian. And so I think that's probably why he landed pedestrian on... Pedestrian in the word Porsche in the same sentence. Okay. Well, I mean, like, pedestrian in, like, an everyday use kind of thing. Because I know a lot of people that daily those. Yeah. A lot of people. Right. Because, like, you know, when you're not paying for, like, a $30,000 engine out service to change the spark plugs, like, some Ferraris and stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like the servicing is way easier. Or, like, $5,000 to change the oil or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah. And so it's a little bit easier to service those. And because he's always serviced his own cars mm-hmm. and... Yeah, so then he had that Cayman. He had, it was a 2007 Cayman. I don't know the moniker for that. Ooh, but, uh, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he had that one, and then he uh, bought a uh, 997.2 off of his doctor friend, who's actually my general practitioner. Um, and Is that the can, one he has now? Yes. Yeah. So that's the one he has now, um, and it's beautiful, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, like in terms of Porsches, like I prefer Targa. I do love a Targa. I Targas are just like my jam, and like the air. She's co- that girl. The the air cooled nine six two. Fuck. Gorgeous. Ugh. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh my god! And I used to think that I liked the. I don't know the moniker, but I I used to like the eighty eighties Targas. I know we're talking about like the red yeah. one with the with the whale to the huge whale yeah. tail. Yeah, yeah. That. I used to think those were it, but then I saw a nine six two at a Porsche event. Over mm. like. Over. Mm. Like, those things are, like... And at that Porsche event that I saw that at, I actually saw somebody with a hat on that said, make Porsches air-cooled again. <laughs> Girl, let it die. And it's I was not triggered. Happening. I was triggered for so many reasons. It's not happening. Emissions killed the air-cooled engine. Blame the government. Blame Obama. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. For killing air-cooled Porsches before you were president. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> I, you know, I don't... I couldn't really tell you. I mean, other than what I just told you. Yeah. I mean, like, it sounds like he just, like, is a car person that fortunately is very, like, like not just, like, stuck in one thing. Because at first it sounded like it was going, like, a muscle car direction, but then, like, you don't do that with a Porsche. Well, he had a Dodge Dart. Like an old one. The old one. Yeah. Yeah, he had, a, he had the original Dodge Dart, and then um, he had a uh, Pontiac Grand Prix, which Ooh. I loved. Ooh. It was the, it was the 06, like, right before GM went under. Was it, like, a GXP? No. It wasn't a GXP. With those, with, those, with those long-ass front grill pieces? Yes. Oh, God. I hated those. That was the... The G6? G6. That <laughs> was something else. It looked like <laughs> fucking hamster <laughs> teeth. <laughs> is what that looked like. Like fucking gerbil. Literally. Ugh, not the sound. Not the ASMR. I'm cutting that. I am so ill. Are you? No. I thought you said you took your SSRIs. I did. <laughs>
That doesn't stop me from being ill. That's so true. Um, well, that's fascinating. Yeah. So you, what we have learned today, you know a lot of technical things that are not like mechanics and like, you know, motor suspension, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not completely illiterate. Like when it comes to that stuff, like, like you know, like, people are talking about. Yeah, but you don't. Like, you don't, do you really? Do you work on your own car? Like, I so when I try to work on my own cars, like my dad just steps in and does does it all. Like, like so you I don't really just, learn. I mean, like I learn by I I am a learn by doer. Like I uh-huh. do. Like I learn by doing, but like I'm not very good at learn by watching because yeah. I get bored. Right. And, like Same. I have to ADHD. I can't do it. That and also like. Um, I just, I like muscle memory and yeah. like knowing things and like, I can change my own oil. Yeah. I can change brake fluid. Slay. I can change, uh, spark plugs. I can. Just like a basic maintenance girl. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I can. Which is important stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know how to do all that stuff, but like, I just like, I'm not, and I can change transmission flow. I can change all the fluids. She's a fluid girl. Yeah. I mean, she's a drain of I'm pill. fluid. Honey, gender fluid, gender bender, gender queer. I am wearing a crop top today. So. And she, a nipple flash. Wow. Did we catch that? Can we, we put did. that on the internet? Yeah, we can. Male nipple, male nipple is allowed. On YouTube? Yeah, there's shirtless people all the time. I can blur it. I can also blur it. Blur it because of the <laughs> juicy teeters. Harry teeter? Harry teeters. Harry teeters. Yeah, and then, like, you're psychotic about cars, and, like, maintenance-wise. I am psychotic. I taught, like, like, I was talking about what I did to the Honda before driving here. Um, I do most wink of all of my car work but there are exceptions to that like i don't do anything related to tires right i don't have a fucking tire machine in my garage (laughs) um i also imagine i have like a very low tolerance for working on my daily driver typically really um yeah so like that's been my ml the 99 ml 320 that i have and i found a really good slightly pricey independent mechanic that it does only mercedes and they treat my car like it is like made of solid diamonds it's amazing right um so you know like i still change its oil i do like i change the front shocks myself on that car but they're like you know when the transmission blew up paid the shop to do it rear shocks that are so difficult paid the shop to do it so like there's some things i just i i literally would rather die than spend like all night fixing the car that i have to drive to work the next day so that's why i have four of them at least one of them has to work, right? <laughs> but, like, with the ML, I've been driving that car, like, to and from my parents' house. Like, that's my road trip girl. Like, everything. And I was like, it has to work. It has to work. Mm. And since I decided that a 24-year-old Mercedes-Benz SUV was the car that has to work, I have paid a lot of money to make it work. Right. But now that I have Miss 06 Accord, I think that can, like, change a little bit. I could probably do more stuff to the ML. Like, it won't feel as urgent, you uh-huh. know? Um, but yeah, so like I just, when I was 16 and I had my first car, a 97 Jetta, I had friends that were also in the cars. Um, one of them, his dad was like, like knew basically fucking everything. Sounds like your dad just like knew how to do all, all sorts your, of, you fucked your friend's dad. No. Oh, is that what it sounded like? No, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to do a bit. Um, anyway, so he would tell us how to do, like if we were going to like, I can, I can vividly remember we changed the drive belt on my brother's car, the 03 mm-hmm. Accord, and, which would be the same thing as my Accord out there. And we were both staring at it like, how? And, you know, his dad comes over and is like, here's a wrench, do that. And, like, told us how to do it, but, like, we still did the work. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then, and you know, they had, like, 
1980 BMW 528 that was my friend's car and they would do stuff with that or like you know they, they my friend would invite me over to like we would do car stuff like work on it just like plugs or like whatever like they repainted the car is car stuff um, is car stuff a euphemism the car stuff no like jerking off with your friends like <laughs> those were other friends not that friend it did happen I was a boy scout oh I was a boy scout for like three months mm. anyway sorry I, that was very rude of me <laughs> But all of that to say, I just learned by Googling mm. and doing it and sometimes failing. Sure. And uh, eventually that just spiraled into what has happened today where I work on my car in acrylics. Period. Which is difficult, but achievable. So I currently drive a 22 Chevy Colorado. She's uh, mask. Very mask for mask. Um, it is an LT with the... Uh, What's the LT, honey? <laughs> luxury package, right? I'm so tired. Um, the, yeah, the luxury package. So it's got like the heated steering wheel, heated seats, leather. I am gagged by that heated steering wheel in that. I know. I. But you said leather? Yeah. Oh, sleigh. Mm-hmm. Work. Yeah. Cunt. Cunt, honey. <laughs> that was what the Colorado product planner was saying. Some faggot at Chevy was like, yes, girl, pussy boss, queen. And, exactly and that. put and put That's in leather. the press release. I heard. Yeah, it was in the press release, and um, it um. By the way, did you know that? Did you know that um, Ford is woke now? <laughs> Add it to the list, honey. Add it to the list. We're, we're boycotting Ford. Drink your Bud Light and your Ford, you little you fruit. Drive you little you little fruit Ford and your fucking Bud Light. <laughs> And if I had a fucking dime for every person on that one TikTok of mine that got like 800,000 views that said like, if you drive this Ford F-150, you drink Bud Light, I would not have to like look for Which other sponsors. F-150? It was the one that was, uh, had the pro trailer. Oh, you were telling me about this. Yeah. Cause, cause real, real people crash their trailers. Yes. Real people slam their trucks straight into it. Although I did, I did get a comment the other day was like. Well, then now how am I going to yell at my wife and kids when I'm backing the trailer up? I was like, Tim, what are you doing, Timothy? Chalamet? Chalamet! <laughs> <laughs> Get your tongue back in that peach, Timmy, and back that trailer up like a man. Oh, oh my God. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, Ford's woke. It's Pride Month. Um, I'm gay, you're gay. I'm gay, you're gay? I'm wearing a shirt that says I love hot dads. I'm gay. I didn't know that. That's really awkward. I need to leave. Just kidding. Are you going to crack a, an acrylic nail on the way out? Probably. Yeah. Well, I think I think this has been our first... I think we, we definitely went on several tangents at the end. But several tangents. But you know what we've learned today? What did we learn? So much about nothing. Re well, no, we learned that... Um, uh, you know that not to not to beat a dead horse, but like that I am a technical girly and you're a mechanical girly, and we do car things, and we do and car we're things, raging faggots, and we're raging faggots. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, hot dads. Okay, she's wearing a crop top. The camera died, but I can still see it. <laughs> the camera did die, and God can see it. God can see it all. God can see everything. Why and am I looking into the? You camera? keep looking in the camera like it's on. <laughs> it's looking at me. <laughs> But yeah, um, this is a really fun and flirty little podcast thing, and at some point, we will probably do it in a more concerted-oriented, like, 
Not so chaotic. Not so chaotic way. Well, chaotic in the way that we talk to each other, but not chaotic in the sense of uh, the way that it's produced. You know, we are chaotic. That will, that will never yeah, change. Yeah, that will never change. But maybe at some point we'll understand how to do it, because right now we just sat down at a table with a Diet Coke and a Starbucks coffee and just had a dream. Yes. And with, that's how all good things start. With a Diet Coke and, I mean, ask Jack here. Each of us have two drinks. Yes. That's the gay amount of drinks. You have to have at least two. Yes. I am a drink goblin and a cock goblin. And that's <laughs> what... Success is built on. <laughs> anyway. On that note, let's go ahead and end our very first episode of Gears and Queers podcast. Cocks and Goblins. Cocks and Goblins. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Stay safe out there and see you next time. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.